I don't, I know you're editing this week, but I'm pretty sure you don't want me chewing in our listeners' ears. Maybe, maybe I, I don't give a fuck. Maybe <laughs> how about that? Oh wait, wait, you said you wanted another beer, and I, I immediately jumped into doing the, you know, start recording. Hey, sure, why not? All right, let's go for it. You keep entertaining the listeners. Fine, I will. So, Pavel. Pavel's actually a Cylon, and I'm trying to figure out how to escape. If anybody's listening to this, please send um, Guy's Baltar over to... Hey, buddy. Uh, thanks for the beer. <laughs> Blue moon. He saw me drinking alone mm. and put a bill in my drink. Now I'm missing my kidneys. Did, <laughs> I was hanging out with Jamie, um, Jamie Vodorami, friend of the show. Man in the field. Man in the field, friend of the show, <laughs> master at arms. That's right. Um, <laughs> and he, he was drinking this beer called uh, Dogfish Ale or whatever, and it was red. And I know whenever they serve a red beer. That it's got a, it's, <laughs> it's gonna fuck me up. Red beer, and it did, yeah. Dogfish, yeah. Huh. Wow. All right. Well, you got to bring that over this summer then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Most definitely for the backyard shenanigan. I'm Vanessa Mancibo, and I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. And we're on episode 96. 96. 96. Damn, man. Man. If you've been following us this long, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Or what the hell is right with you? Thanks for sticking with us. That's true. That's true. Now, you know. They said we'd never make it to episode five. Yeah. That, you know. And I was just like, Sabrina, why do you have to say that? (laughs) You should believe in us more. They said that our Jenkum huffing antics would never catch on. And st- still, here we are. Here we stand. Hopefully have some treats for you guys for episode 100. But, you know, we're still putting that together. Yes. Um, it's amazing what we do without a budget. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> this show is made for zero dollars. Well, it's made for, you know, however much uh, we give to um, Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. So they can accommodate our... Um, our, you know, our Manny Petties. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Can you imagine if that was the perk of uh, being on this network, yeah. uh, which we love? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, my my tour writer includes um, Tate's Cookies. Um, Tate's Cookies? Yeah. I'd only demand the crispest chocolate chip cookies. For a split second, I thought you said Taint Cookies. Taint. I, was, I was just like... <laughs> I'm taint misbehaving, man. How are those shaped? <laughs> it's just like, uh, it just looks like a Band-Aid, like Band-Aid looking chocolate cookies. Oh, no, I'm uh, imagining that they look like taints. Yeah, they, they're curved. Oh. And they've got that like little, those little bumps, those little ridges. Oh, man. The and, love, the love nests. And the seam running down the middle. <laughs> so the redacted Mueller report, uh, dropped this week and as and as anticipated um completely exonerates our president 
I was going to say Beyonce also dropped an album this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Which did, <laughs> a live album. That's yeah, right. Which did even better. Yeah. So, you know, so thank you, Beyonce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes. The Friend re- of the show, Beyonce. Yes, exactly. Welcome anytime. Yeah. Um, always brings the best lemonade. Um, but the redacted. Oh. <laughs> look. It makes sense. All right. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't fault you for that. You know what? Next time <laughs> she's on the show, I'm going to tell her how you made fun of the beehive. And then you're going to get it. The beehive. That was way, way back. You had popped some shit about Beyonce. And I was well, yeah, like, that's true. And I was just like, the beehive's going to get you. Well, I'm, we'll get into that off, off mic. Fine. Um, if you know what's good for you. Yeah, I know. Look, I don't want to make any enemies with any Beyonce fans. That's right. Um, that's right. Um, so the redacted um, report dropped. Yes. And uh, from what is able to be gleaned from what I imagine is just chapters upon chapters of blacked out lines. Yes. Um, uh, apparently, uh, there was, according to uh, one of the interviews that went into the report, um, our uh, occupier in chief, when he learned that Robert Mueller was on the case, uh, said something along the lines of, I think I think you can probably quote more directly than I could. Oh, what? That uh, when when he found out that uh, Robert Mueller was assigned as a special counsel, uh-huh. to the, uh-huh. <laughs> he, he basically said, dear God, the, dear, I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> dear God, this is terrible. <laughs> this is the end of my presidency. I'm so fucked. Which is like, which I told you, uh, uh, you know, while we were off mic, uh, that uh, that is the cry of the innocent. Exactly. Man. You know, it's just like, how can you not believe yeah. that he's innocent? You know, after something like that. Fuck's sake. Yeah. I bet there. I, I'm not even going to speculate because there's such a mess out there. But um, according to what's coming out, it shows that there is rampant cor- uh, corruption uh, with this president and this presidency, um, which is causing Democrats to say, we want the full unredacted report because we need to know. Right. Um, I mean, and it just stinks to high heaven. I mean, as soon as uh, Barr got his hands on this report, he issued his own summary. Meanwhile, the investigators, the Robert Mueller's team provided their own summaries which which were rejected exactly yeah were rejected by Barr, um, but if, I mean if that like, doesn't tell you something, and I mean like the, he he was basically called out for for acting like um, for acting like a Trump's publicist, uh, you know because he came out and he had, he issued a statement uh, in front of these uh, these two dudes who look like they uh, they're bouncers at a strip club, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it almost when he was up on that podium it almost looked like a Chappelle show skit it was it was so ridiculous <laughs> it felt like Rick Ross was about to like come out and oh start my like God <laughs> it's just got announced that he's dropping an album um but yeah uh, I have a, I have a list of a few of the things that uh Trump was you know that uh, that you know the the things that involve Trump in the Mueller report. All right, let's, and, uh, let's pop let me, them off. Let me list them off. And at number one, um, <laughs> yeah, 
Mueller found that Russia was actively interested in electric in electing Trump president as early as his announcement, if not earlier. Wow. Uh, let's see. Multiple members of the Trump campaign were approached by Russia. They were receptive sometimes. Other times they were just proceeded with knowledge that Russia was interfering on their behalf. Uh, At any point did they ever re- like directly go to the FBI once they found that shit out like a responsible person would do? <laughs> Are you talking about our president? <laughs> oh, my mistake. But he of the I'm so fucked um, <laughs> battle cry of innocence. <laughs> Fucking shit. He like today he he um yeah today uh uh we're recording this last Friday for those of you who are listening to us on Monday. Um <laughs> but today he uh, he you know how he usually stops uh to answer questions from the press in front of his helicopters. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, just basically him screaming for for about you know twenty to thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walked completely past the press this time. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Just held Melania's hand. I'm a, I'm amazed he didn't use her as a human shield. You mean she? Uh, he was dragging her along. Yeah. Like- <laughs> basically, you know, he's got he 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 took out the punch card. He's like, I'm calling in a punch card, you know, and oh, she's God. like, oh, you get one hand hold today, <laughs> you know. Meanwhile, they have like. So how's your sex life? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they've got like Purell like loaded into a fucking super soaker for her. So she <laughs> gets on that chopper. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> it's like it's like the hot zone. Like, she, like it just <laughs> comes in and jets. <laughs> I have to put on oh the goggles. They do nothing. <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. I'm getting all this from because uh um, uh on Twitter this uh this dude I'm following named Jared Yates Sexton, mm-hmm. um, really cool dude, um, who's a uh, who works in who wrote articles for the New York Times and the New Republic. Mm. Um, he listed off a handy-dandy, like, kind of, like, you know, the abridged notes of uh, of what was in the Mueller report, which I read. And uh, because the Mueller report, it's like it's like a fucking phone book. And um, they delivered they delivered the report uh, to Congress um, on CDs. Really? Yeah. Um, and then people just had to print them out. Did they uh, did they have to like uh, start printing out like tiny abridged versions of the Mueller report and put it stuff it into uh, fortune cookies for uh, our president to actually read? <laughs> so that's the only way he consumes anything like written. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's so fucking sad. Yeah. Ugh. That's how he got through all of uh, Ann Coulter's books. Ugh. <laughs> through. Uh, through fortune cookie means. Uh, let's see. Trump actively wanted Mueller out of the investigation, said as much as repeatedly he wanted to fire him and worried that his appointment would be the end of his presidency. Hmm. Well, we all know what what quote came out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Multiple people in Trump's orbit declined to perform actions they thought were obstruction, including Chris Christie. Who counseled Trump on how not to obstruct justice and watched him do it anyway? <laughs> Poor Chris Christie. 
Like you know what I I, I take I take back that step. Fuck Chris Christie. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, it was just it's always funny to me that he uh, he was Trump's punching bag for a long time. Oh, for a long time. And um, what and a it, whipping boy. Yeah. And still, uh, still kind of like Chris Christie still kind of holds out to to whether or not he's on Trump's side. Sometimes he plays coy. Sometimes he's. Sometimes he's an enemy. Sometimes he's a friend. Um, but yeah, they, all like there's there's so many things that um, basically point to like uh, to to obstruction of justice, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so much so that the you know Liz Warren has answered the call, and she's the first presidential candidate. Uh, to call to, for his impeachment. To call for his impeachment. Yeah. You know what? It, it's uh, the evidence just keeps building and building and building. And if they, if the House can get a hold of the unredacted report or get Robert Mueller to testify in front of them, um, I think it could be a major, uh, a major feather in the cap in terms of like crippling his campaign for 2020. Uh, because it's just mounting and mounting and mounting. I mean, the guy, the guy is a criminal. Right. His whole family are fucking criminal, and not only criminals, inept criminals. Yeah. I mean, but, for God's sake, they rejected Kushner <coughs> for certain kinds of security clearance, and he was just like, "Ah, give it to him anyway." It's just like, hold on a second. Our intelligence agencies are saying this guy is not fit to get the information that you're requesting that he gets and you want him to have it anyway. Kushner. That is frightening. Yeah, because uh, apparently he's really easily swayed by the Saudis, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's crazy to think how much politics has been shaped by Trump alone, you know? Because he shaped the way like a fire shapes a house to the ground, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, or or uh, or a cathedral. Um, ooh, I set him up. You yeah, him out of the park. Happy Good Friday, by the way. <laughs> uh, ooh, you know it's that's at least I feel so blasphemous talking about that kind of shit, and then it's like, well, um, you know, I'm I'm Catholic. <laughs> But I'm not like hardcore. I have, I have, I just have my, my own, uh, my own views on it. So, but it's really, we'll, we'll save this conversation for later. We'll like table this. Catholic mini. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like you know how the the religious right uh, cherry picks uh, their favorite things. Yes, I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum with my cherry picking. Okay. Uh, like I, I cherry pick from the stuff that's good. All right. Um, as opposed to like, hate the gays, you know? So you're just in it for the wafers. Um, I, you, you expose my Achilles heel. <laughs> uh, wafers and wine. That's uh, all you're about. Wafers buddy. and wine. <laughs> that's, that's the, <laughs> that's my abridged version of my life story. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was, um, it's, it's fucking weird how we're living in this time where, uh, 
a president can just casually obstruct justice and get away with it for so long. It's frightening. It shows you how many how many holes there are in our uh, political system and how weak it actually is. I mean, I mean, my faith is really shaken in terms of government actually being an entity that is in control of things. Like we we're we're literally at a point where if the if the lights go out, <laughs> oh yeah, it's just it's bedlam. You yeah, know? it's like. Well, we have a president that that will uh, let will put out a video uh, that will take uh, Ilhan Omar's, um, you know, uh, her her words about the about terrorism completely out of context, mm-hmm. and then slap it on with uh, the Dark Knight Rises music mm-hmm. and uh, make it a right wing message. So much so that it like it almost helps to you know, put fuel on the fire to like, like, yeah, go threaten her life all you want, guys, mm-hmm. all my fans. That's as, that's um, exactly what he knew was going to happen. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. He's a vicious bully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I honestly, I'm just so fucking tired of it. I'm so fucking tired of it. And I, I, I really don't like every time, like, uh, Every time he, every week that he takes a fucking dump on the news mm-hmm. with all the shit that he shovels every fucking, every fucking waking moment that he's, that he's around in this presidency. I, 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 it's just, it tires me out, man. It's just like bums me out. And I don't know. <laughs> like there, there is a fatigue that you can feel in the country just from dealing with all this horseshit over the past what is only about two years, but feels like five or it six. Feels, it feels so long. It, it is horrendous. And I think, I th- I'm hoping that people will remember um, this feeling come voting time because it is, it, this is just impossible. Like, it, ah. it's, it, th- this is a joke that this is happening on such a large political stage. It's 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 uncanny. I mean, historians will be looking back on this time like, how could you guys let this happen? Like, we really should be taking to the streets and demanding that this whole administration just be thrown away. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had we had three black churches burned down in this country and they caught the guy. And he did it for racist reasons, no matter which way they try to spin it. Like, oh, no, he's anti-religion. Really? Is that why he th- he chose three black churches? Jeez, like, I wonder who he voted for. Uh, yeah. So curious. Yeah. Um, and Trump didn't say a goddamn thing about that. But Notre Dame burned down. Yeah. And he offered financial assistance to Dude, rebuild Trump- it. Trump did? Yes. Yeah. It, which is weird because Notre Dame is, is um, located in France. And last time I heard, um, he wasn't a big fan of France. Well, what, what, what was the last thing he said about France? I honestly don't know. It was something along the lines of, I don't like their fries. You know, something like some oh, bullshit like oh, that. Fuck him. Um, that's not what he said. But he said, you know, 
uh, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be far fetched that he said something completely ignorant and and just like completely. If that was the worst thing he said, embarrassing. If that was the worst thing he said, I'd be grateful. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't like their fries. Uh well, you know, <laughs> it's better than fucking the sound of windmills can give you cancer. Oh my god. That in and of itself should should somebody should have slapped a stray jacket on him and just hauled him <laughs> away. That is so fucking stupid. Uh, he, I mean, it's not that like he never. I never was like, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I'm not a fan. Um, what? But, <laughs> but your T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Mega. Um, but when he said that um, his father was born in Germany, I was like, oh, how? How? It's just like, hmm. I guess he hasn't heard about fact checkers. Yeah. <laughs> and then to hear Bernie Sanders call him out on it, because Bernie Sanders had that had that whole um, town hall with Fox News, and he basically made – he made – how should I say? He just turned it into the Bernie Sanders show. He sure did. And – it was beautiful. It was <laughs> it was glorious. When he started talking about Medicare for all and he asked and he asked the audience like who here has private health care? Um, who here pays uh, what's and what's and what's? And then he started breaking down like this is what Medicare for all would do. It's like it would it would drive costs down and guarantee everybody this that and the other and this is how we'd pay for it you know something along those lines and the audience started cheering and the ho the fox host did not know what the fuck to no. do he just quickly changed the subject because he thought everybody was just going to sit there with their arms crossed being quiet like oh this socialist this here you know socialist you know and they were just like no this is a good idea yeah. yes yes please give us that yeah it's just like oh look look yeah. And then fucking Trump, uh, you know, uh, uh, couldn't help but open his fucking yap and, and just be like, you know. Uh, With his name uh, calling. Oh, Crazy Bernie. Yeah, Crazy Bernie is on Fox News and he's really being like, and what is this? The Bernie show, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, and, um, and Brett Bear tweeted back at him and was very like, you know, the standard like Fox News Fateful diplomacy, whatever. It's just like we try to present a fair and balanced, blah blah blah. Because <laughs> um, in my mind, Brett Bear sounds like Doctor Phil. <laughs> all the all the all the dudes from Fox News in my head sound like Doctor Phil. Oh man, um, yeah, that voice. Yeah, I yeah. can I can definitely imagine it. So, uh, so it, it's just you know he he's not making any friends. He took another dip in the polls about how many supporters he actually has again. I think it was a three percent drop. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's it's prime time. Well, it is fucking tax time, and people are realizing, oh shit, supporting this guy is costing me money. Yeah, definitely cost me fucking money. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it, it's just it's high time for the Democrats to swoop in, and you know, start taking in the task. And so far, the only person on the Democratic side that uh, that is like that has any like that has shown any kind of like ferocity about this is Liz Warren, hmm. and that puzzles me because I'm just like, 
are we doing the spineless Democrats again? Are we I doing that again? Seriously, hope not. Um, I think the Democrats keep trying to take the high road, which is admirable, but misguided. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> like they need to be able. <laughs> Dude, there has been like. Uh, <laughs> that just reminded me that did you see that Trump put on uh, fucking uh, he did a he did a meme yes you know, it was like game over but with the Game of Thrones thing yes and then HBO was just like you know uh, we're glad that you're you're that you're a fan but stop using our shit yeah we don't like, want you doing it for political like, means we'd prefer if you don't use our IP for political purposes <laughs> thank you you know it's like and this is the second time they've had yeah, to tell me to do that shit because one time. During one of the meetings at the White House, he had had a poster of himself like that said winter is coming. Yeah. Oh, sanctions are coming. Sanctions are some shit like that. And and they were just like, please stop. Yeah. Like you're really not like we have homicidal murderers on our show, but we just don't want you associated with that. Like I think he also used We the, kill pregnant women, but we just don't want your image. Yeah. Like <laughs> we don't <laughs> And, and then plus, like, he also used music from The Dark Knight Rises in that horrible Ilhan Omar um, mm-hmm. uh, video. Uh, and uh, I think Warner Music reached out to him, which then they were also like, stop doing that. Yeah. Like, don't use our, our music anymore. <laughs> We'd like you to stop. Yeah, seriously. Um, and I, I'm just like, man, it just feels like he doesn't have a friend in the world. And yet still his supporters are fucking ride or die for him. Uh, that's besides the point to the meme that you were talking about. The, da- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Daily Show uh, took that meme and remixed it. And instead of, you know, game over, they wrote, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. And it was so well done. I'm just like, I need to save that and post it everywhere on Facebook. You know? Dude, whenever you've committed like something that you're just like, you're kind of embarrassed about, don't you yell into the air. You're like, I'm fucked. And doesn't that like art people just like really understand. And they're just like, you know what? You're the most innocent person I've ever met. Like, oh my God. That's exactly. It's a proclamation of just like, just sheer innocence. Aside from, uh, you know, our Cheeto in chief uh, making making himself uh, more of a suspect in an ongoing investigation. And that's not even taking into account the investigations that are still going on in New York. They're still pending. (laughs) Uh, do you, do you have any more any new front runners in terms of like because I know like lately on the Democratic side they're just like Buttigieg 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 I don't know how to pronounce his name either yeah. but I Mayor like Pete. I like the cut of his jib um uh I was I was talking to Jamie about it mm-hmm. um and he was like he keeps calling him butter check. And uh, I thought that was one of the funniest things on the planet. We're at, we're at Terminator level of like deciding the future. Okay, like if you no do, fate, but what we make. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. It's nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> no fate, but what we make for ourselves. <laughs> I wish that that Terminator had like implemented uh, corporal punishment. It's just been like. You know, <laughs> don't say it like that. Um, sorry. I have detailed files that says you have to man up. <laughs> uh, 
Look, I get, I get that. How, that makes two. That makes Cory Booker and uh, Buddha Judge. You just don't like Cory Booker because he's dating Rosario Dawson. No, that's right? not true. Yeah, that's yes, it is. That comes very secondary. <laughs> Clo- a close second. <laughs> just, oh come on! <laughs> I had to call it out. But yeah, listen, when it comes down to any politician, you dig deep enough, you're going to find uh, associations that they have that will always leave a bad taste in your mouth. And I'm not saying to just disregard it. Definitely not. Um, But you should pick a nominee that you feel can do the job. And then on the points that you don't like, you hold their feet to the fire. Yeah, I mean, while Kushner is trying to sell nuclear weapons to the Saudis. Yeah, I know. Missiles in the air. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, you stepped on my line, but uh, sure, <laughs> why not? We have we have themes on this show. Yeah, you know, we have fun. Oh, I don't want that to be the end. Anyway, I don't think we're gonna get it from the Saudis. No, they they already got- well. Kushner's trying to sell nuclear weapons yeah, to the Saudis. They but they they love uh, the money that they're getting from us uh, for the oil way too much to do the whole missiles in the air thing. You know. That they have that whole well has to be tapped dry <laughs> before we get to that point with them. Yeah, they want to terrorize other people, um, their enemies on that side of the world, so that we can get involved and be on their side. Right. It's not about them using it against us, which you know is the precursor to World War Three. In which case, missiles, yeah, missiles in the air. In the yeah, air. I so, get it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Notre Dame burning down uh your thoughts i don't give a damn really yeah i'm sorry i'm glad let me put it this way i'm glad that nobody was actually hurt uh because you know a a whole building on fire is a very serious thing no matter where it happens but three black churches burned down in this country and it seemed like next to nobody in power uh lifted a finger lifted a finger or gave a damn and they caught the guy and it was racially motivated Meanwhile, the whole world is crying over this cathedral, which I'm sure was very beautiful. I've never been there. Right. But it's been around for a long time. It had a good run. All right. You know. Come at me. Come at me. No, because I was one of those people who actually felt like. I'll just come out and say it. Yeah, I felt sad when it burned down. Have Uh, you been there? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe it's different when you actually see it, you know. Yeah, but then like I'm not as cultured as you are. But it it it's it, like you know, and a, and a bunch of uh, my friends on um my my more punk friends are just like, you know, no gods, no masters, you know. And, God and damn, they're just you know, and just posting a picture of it burning down with that slogan, uh, and I'm just like fuck. Um, That's punk. Yeah. <laughs> And and I, I don't know how to feel because like the Catholic in me is just like uh I don't know about these Yeah, off. exactly <laughs> Exactly. The the like I I grew up Catholic. I feel like I'm stumbling over my words with this because I do feel like a kinship with the Catholic faith. So to see a church burn down, it hurts. But then I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm coming around to like that that view of like, yeah, you know what? Those three black churches did burn down, 
why hasn't anything been done about that? Mm. Like, I'm just like, Notre Dame, you know, I'm pretty sure they the French can take care of it. They raised over $600 million in less than a day to help rebuild it. <sighs> Fuck's sake. That's it. That's incredible. You know what? It, it, it's like... Uh, Are they going to put Wi-Fi in there now? <laughs> <laughs> they have a landing spot where Stark can just land on. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was heavily conflicted, but now... I'm kind of, I'm 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 getting better at seeing everything more clearly, you know. Um, so in terms of Notre Dame, I also feel that it had a good run. Yeah. Um, I'm not glad it burned down, but I'd rather they rebuild the three black churches here. Yeah. There is that punk side of me that's just like, yeah, no gods, no masters, and then. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, but I do believe that there was a Jesus Christ and that, you know, he existed. And I don't believe he performed miracles, but. You know what? Yeah, it was, it's just, I've, I've got like a bunch of like. A church burning has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. He prayed in the desert. Yeah. All right. He, he wasn't in like a super fancy, expensive cathedral. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like if he showed up and. Uh, and he saw uh, the Vatican, he'd throw up. Oh. Like projectile, just like, oh, you know, just like. <laughs> what is all this gold? I'd be like, Christ, you know. He'd <laughs> be like, I know. <laughs> right, I'm going to stop quoting that movie now. I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. <laughs> and I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You've entered the robot section, finally. Oh. Good for you. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a new X-Men Dark Phoenix trailer dropped, uh, commenced the yawning. Meh. <laughs> meh. You, that, you that's know, the, such a perfect, like, meh. You know, the, <laughs> the final trailer for movies like this, um, are supposed to be what they call the boom trailer that show you like some of the footage that you saw in the previous trailers, but with one last image, that's just like, oh, I got to go see this yeah. film. And I'm just like, I watched the whole trailer and I'm like, Ugh. I'm not excited. Yeah. This, this movie feels like it has three scenes in it. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's it. I'm the thing I'm most tickled about is that the guards who have some of the X-Men in the back of like a train or something like that, um, have armbands that say MCU on it. Really? They do. And I'm just like, Ha, because you guys now yeah. are, you know, but um, I'm sure it stands Boomed. for, I'm sure it stands for like mutant uh, yeah, corral unit or yeah. something like that, you know, but. Oh, good. Yeah, you, you nailed it. If that's exactly, if that's what they say in the film, it would be like, nailed it. <laughs> Sir, you have to go. It's okay. I was going anyway. Elmo ain't shit. You know. <laughs> You pee on the fucking stairwell on your way out as they're shoving you out. <laughs> like, oh, God, get it away. It burns. It burns. Um, what did you think of that final trailer? I thought that, you know, you were, it's funny. You, you were just like, uh, you know, with the boom trailer. Yeah. Because I was like, boom. And I was napping. <laughs> because that was boring. Uh, and it's a bad, you know, it, it's, it, 
it's a bad sign because you know um x-men apocalypse sucked yeah um yeah and i'm just like when are they gonna stop having magneto in these fucking movies like they have him in every movie and he always plays the same goddamn role every fucking time every single time and i was like i'm bad but i'm good but i'm bad again and it's like i don't I stopped caring like three movies ago. They need better writing and direction on that aspect of it, which is a shame because I really liked First Class as well as um, Days of Future Past. Yeah. Um, but the somewhere... X- the X-Men has a wealth of villains, and they keep hitting up the same dude. It's always Magneto. Yeah. It's always Magneto. Even Apocalypse used fucking Magneto. Mm. And Apocalypse is like the Thanos of the X-Men universe. Pretty much. And they made him fucking like... Yeah, like they made him Oscar Isaac, who's trying to like you know, he did his best. He did his best under pancake makeup, and like, if you hear him do interviews, it's like he couldn't move his head. You know, he was in this. <laughs> he was the most uncomfortable he's ever been. Uh, he didn't like doing the shoot, and you know. Oh man! Like he, he's acting against all odds, you know. And still, the movie came out mediocre. Mediocre. I knew we were in trouble with the post-credit scene of uh, was it Days of Future Past, and they had they had you know it was like a shot of ancient Egypt and a whole bunch of I assume slaves yeah. uh, were yelling in uh, Sabanur, and we saw a skinny apocalypse uh, assembling a pyramid, you know, just using his mind, and it was just like I was like, what is this shit? This is not. I actually thought that was pretty cool because I was just like, oh man, Thanos. He's the Thanos of the X Men universe. I just had a feeling it's not going to work. And then they just. Not, uh, no hint of that is ever made in the actual Apocalypse movie. It didn't even. You know, if you're going to have a stinger like that in a film, you, you tie it into the events of the film somehow. And then that lets the audience know this is the lead in for the next movie. But this could have been a, this could have been like a, a fan made clip, yeah. You know that they just like threw in at the end of the movie. So, uh, but Fox has a tendency to do that at the end of like their superhero movies. They're just like, hey, here's some more stuff or yeah. whatever. But um, but yeah. So this is gonna be the swan song of this current X Men iteration, and I say. Whatever. Good riddance. Yeah, like right. you know, we'll we'll see you in a few years when you're, when you're better. better. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a cook. Um, wow. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. I, I think of the X Men universe, and I think if, if uh, it's so rich with with characters, with drama, with villains, it could almost be its own cinematic universe. Yeah. It, it has so much in it. Uh, and, and you know, I, I, I saw my Google feed. Uh, they're trying to guess who um, who Jessica Chastain's uh, character is in the movie mm-hmm. because it's apparently it's a big secret about who she is. I'm just like she just fucking looks like uh, the White Queen. Hmm. What's her name? You know, Emma Frost. It's like who? I, like I don't care yeah. at this point. I don't care. She could be she are for all we know. Yeah. What, um, whatever. Yeah. We don't like too little, too late. Yeah. So, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, you suck a butt. Um, <laughs> on to Game of Thrones. Let's talk Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yes. Man, uh, it's come back. Uh, 
Thank goodness. Um, that was a really fucking great return. I know a lot of people have their beefs with it, saying that it was like, you know, uh, the like tonally was kind of like all over the map. It, um, look, it was the first episode. They've been off the air for like five years now. So right. <laughs> it's like they had to like refresh us with this first episode. First, I liked it. Just from the opening credits alone, it was just like, oh, new opening credits. Yeah. You know, it's like all glossy and it's just like brings a tear to your eye because it's like this is the last season. Yeah. Um, everybody is just you can tell that the smell of blood is in the air. Everybody's getting ready to like throw the fuck down against each other because everything's falling apart before it comes together. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's just like, you know, oh, I better get respect. Oh, do you trust that? You know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, meanwhile, Jon Snow's in the background like zombies. <laughs> there They're are zombies. zombies. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that guy fucked my sister. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, I wanted to fuck my sister, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, Game of Thrones. Um, the biggest heartbreaker for me was uh, Sam Charlie. Mm. When, uh, when you know, he approached uh, Daenerys and he was just like, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, hey, how, how's it going? And she's like, oh my god, you're the guy who saved my my Captain Friendzone's life, you know? And Captain Friendzone is like, thank you. And he's like, well, alright. You know, gonna keep on hold, carrying that torch. That's right. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't heal that torch arm. Yeah, you know? So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, he's like, oh, you know, it's great. He's like, uh, what is, she's like, what's your name again? It's like, Tarly. She's like, that's funny. I knew a Tarly. I knew two of them. <laughs> and now they're dead. They're they, dead. It's the, it's the way she broke it down. She's just like, yeah, I asked your father to bend the knee and he didn't. And just gave him a look like, he's crispy he's like, now. He's like, oh, well, you know, it'll be good to see my brothers again. Well... Yeah. About that, yeah. <laughs> they were kind of standing with him. Yeah, it's funny because they were in the same phone booth when they <laughs> <laughs> when the when you know when it exploded with dragon fire. Oh man! And he just he was just like he couldn't do anything. Like he couldn't voice any sort of like malcontent because she has two fucking dragons yeah. at her command. And he was just like, "Thank you for telling me." Yeah. I'm going to go out in the courtyard and violently shit now. Like yeah. <laughs> he take I, on, take I, off. <laughs> I give him respect for holding it together. Cause it's just like, Oh, you murdered my whole family. Yeah. Ah, okay. Whatever, man. His, his dad was a dick mm. and his brother, I, I don't know, you know, maybe his brother didn't defend him. When he got thrown out of the fucking Tarly house. Hey, look, I'm with you there. I'm just saying, like, that's still his family and he still has feelings about it. So he he got it rough, man. Yeah, he did. Because he's been through his he's been through his own shit. And then to learn, like, oh, your whole family is dead. Like, whew. Now let's talk about the White Walker symbol mm. that was in the uh uh Castle, fuck! I it was it was that kid that went to go go get more wagons for his horses. Remember oh, that kid? Yes. And uh, oh, that poor kid. He got it bad. Oh 
man. He got torn up, and then he got turned into a White Walker, and then yes. they burned his ass. And first of all, when they when he was all pinned up to that wall with the uh, assortment of arms uh, for decoration, first of all, that was creepiest fucking image, and the camera angle when they were talking about it, but you could still see him like slightly burnt out, blurred out in the background. I'm just like. He's going to come back to life. He's going to come back to life. And he opened his eyes. I was like, oh. You know, that moment still shocked me. I know that was like a classic like horror moment. It's like, you know, the, the classic evil dead. It's like, don't don't touch him. Yes. He's going to come back, you know. Uh, but still, that, that shocked me. I was like, ah, you know. And uh, when they burned him, you know, people are saying that, you know, it, it looks like the Targaryen symbol. That's that, the theory. That was a mind fuck. I thought it was an allusion to to Nazism. Oh, with the whole like the spiral and the and the 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 way that it, the way that it looked, it looked like I could a burning. See that. I could see that. Maybe closer to Hydra though. Well, yeah, but Hydra's. Uh, let's uh, not mince words. Hydra, Hydra's on Hydra's, Hydra's a faction of the it's Nazis. Real. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the, I can't. The, uh, our our occupier in chief is part of it. No, they wouldn't let him in. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but he's trying. He's <laughs> right now. He's like he's working for AIM and Modoc. I could see. I could see Red Skull being like, "That's motherfucker's stupid." I can't do a German accent. He'd just be like, "He's too stupid." Yeah. Do not let him in. Just give him a glowing blue square. Tell yeah. him it's the Tesseract. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that that symbolism was uh, quite striking, and it, for some reason, I didn't think up until this point that the White Walkers had sophisticated strategy. I thought they were just all power. It's just like if it dies, we bring it back to life, and now it's one of us, and we're coming for you. But for them to take the time to set up that symbolism, I was just like, ooh. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh, what if what if they're like. What if they've got like strategy like all over the place, you know? What do you mean strategy all over the place? What do you mean? Yeah. I feel like they they the Night King has a I mean, he tactically that's what I think like he he does have a tactical mind about things. He does. He does. I'm just wondering like how many of them do, you know? Because I feel like they're all extensions of him. That's um, true. Like he's like he's like an all-encompassing virus. Uh, he's uh, a smith you know <laughs> as it were i but, hope i hope they don't phantom menace the whole like end fight like the no way they're way. Gonna, the way they're gonna beat the white walkers is by just killing him and then the rest of them will just like well bleh. well that's that's what they alluded to when uh when uh they were trying to capture that one white walker to bring back to cersei mm-hmm Remember, uh, oh, that's right, that's right. I think it was Barrack who was just like, "Hey, we can end this right now if we take out that one motherfucker in the hat." <laughs> um, and uh, and Jon Snow was like, "That motherfucker right there, you hold this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't. He didn't accomplish. <laughs> he yeah. didn't set out to. He didn't. Instead, he he got a dragon killed. Yeah. So. Um, I thought, uh, I think, you know, it, it's, it's all an extension of the, of the Night King, you know, mm. and he, I think he thinks tactically. That's uh, going to be interesting to see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Things are going to get really, really, really hectic. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the, uh, the kingdoms will be able to unite before they arrive. 
Um, I have a feeling that one or two kingdoms are going to fall and the remaining are going to be weakened by not being together. And uh, then we'll see how they deal with that. There's a lot of allusions to the X-Men in Game of Thrones. Do you, do you see the influence of... of because, I, the, you know, when they were talking about Bran, when Bran came back. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's just like, you creepy know... Creepy face. Creepy face Bran just <laughs> staring off into the distance. I keep getting, like, Professor X vibes from him. <laughs> because they're just like, Bran is doing whatever Bran does. Because, he like, immediately, as soon as... Uh, Daenerys shows up in Winterfell. He's like, "We don't have time. <laughs> I've seen it. You know, <laughs> I've seen the end. I've seen the darkness coming." Uh, but yeah, I, I like he gives off Professor X vibes, and um, and you know, then there's uh, the mountain. He gives off juggernaut vibes to me. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and there's. I feel like there's a lot of allusions to the to the Marvel comics universe with the the Iron Throne, the Starks. That's um, <laughs> so. Um, I, I I don't know. With all this stuff going on in Game of Thrones, it's it's just. It, it gives me chills and like I can't I honestly can't wait for the next episode. I I just love how what a what an event it is. Yeah. Like every Sunday you know everybody's watching this. Yeah. So I just love to park my ass in front of my TV with a nice glass of wine and just, you know, <laughs> drink and know things, yes. you know. <laughs> uh would you think of that final shot with Jamie and Bran? Oh man. Um, he was he was sitting there. He was like Hey, you know, who was it that asked him? He was like, hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm waiting for a friend. Bran's about to get in that ass. Like, yeah. he's you just, think so, really? Bran is, he's looking at him. He's just like, yeah, it's me. Remember me? Yeah. He threw me out the fucking window while you were, <laughs> while you were pounding your sister. It's like, Ew. It's like, yeah, I'm still here, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm still here. It would be funny if he pulls out a gat and he's just like... <laughs> West Side motherfucker. <laughs> oh man. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's the mother <laughs> motherfucking D.O. Double G. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. That's nuts. Uh, listeners, uh, this. Uh, this episode is the precursor to us going to see Endgame, yes. finally. Uh, the next episode you hear after this, we will have seen the film, and our lives will be complete. <laughs> because <laughs> cause this has sort of been, you know, a 10-year buildup here. Um, just really quickly, uh, what are your hopes for this film? Um... I just want it to stick the landing. That's all I want. Mm. I just want it to stick the landing because, you know, for for movies to be built up so so much and with the the like accolades that Infinity War got. Mm. I I the 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 hype is so like large that I just wanted to at this point, I'm just like, hey, stick the landing. This is all you. Yeah, you know? um, it's yours to lose. Yeah, because if if they don't, if they make just like kind of like 
you know, an X-Men apocalypse, I'll be disappointed. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think it'll be that, but yeah, yeah, they need to stick the landing. I'm hoping that they wrap up all these films more or less in this, in this movie. Um, give us brilliant writing in terms of how they're going to reconcile the major events from infinity war in this. And if there's a cameo that I'm hoping for that, if it doesn't happen in in this film, I'll be sorely disappointed. And that cameo is the Thanos copter, um, (laughs) which is a classic from the comics. If that doesn't show up in the film, I'm going to, I mean, Russo's, this is your chance for you not to be assholes in the my eyes. Thanos so, copter. The Thanos copter. It's a classic. It's it's part of canon. Yeah. So it is. you know, Marvel comic man, that was when you know um, <laughs> Stanley was just smoking and smoking <laughs> a doobie, smoking one of his fucking wacky jazz cigarettes, and then uh, <laughs> you know what would be great <laughs> if Thanos, if you gave Thanos a, a helicopter. <laughs> With his name on it. <laughs> Stan, you're a madman. No, hear me. I own a company, Daddy I want to see a Thanos copter. All right, Stan. Just because it's you and you, you just, you're so huggable. <laughs> yes, so. Yeah, so let's, uh. Let's hope that isn't it. <laughs> the movie. Although if they, if he does board a copter, I'll be like, really? Oh shit! <laughs> Just putting everything in here. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> so I'm 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 really. I, I'm, I just wanted to stick the landing. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, folks, in case you ever question how hardcore we are, we have tickets for. April 25th at 11.45 p.m. Yeah. To see this shit. Like, it's going to be a rough morning. It is a three-hour movie. Yeah. By the time we get out of there, like... It'll be the next day. It's going to be the next day. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. I cannot wait either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think that I think we should cap it right here. All right. All right, guys. Uh, so... Stay tuned for Democracy Now! following uh, the show. And uh, please uh, hit us up on iTunes and Podomatic and leave us reviews. Yeah. And uh, also, down, do yourself a favor. Download the Radio Free Brooklyn app. And, uh, you know, where you can listen to us uh, every Monday at noon. That's right. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, stay tuned, folks. Uh, oh, and yeah, follow us on Instagram and all that jazz. So, from uh, both of us here, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio <laughs> Free Brooklyn. <laughs> While you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week.
Jeez. <laughs> what the fuck? 